What's up, Isaac? Hey, James. Welcome to the treehouse, bro. Yeah. Broseph. Thank you. Thank you. Welcome. C- come on up. Climb the ladder. Yeah. We're gonna talk. We're gonna talk about beards. Yeah. This week we talked about uh, sleep paralysis. Capitalism, a little bit. Yeah. Are we pro or con? Who knows? <laughs> Shared some deep thoughts. Ooh, definitely con. Uh, <laughs> definitely got some deep thoughts. We talked. We did some uh, Terrence McKenna glossolalia. Glossolalia, which was fun. I was good at it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It kind of uh when when it started, it feel like it started down and then got. Got really good. It was a Parks and Rec vibe. Like, stick through season one, because it gets better. Yeah. Yeah, stick with us. (laughs) We're glad you're here. Welcome. Here we are, in the treehouse. Finally, about goddamn time. Ready to shove some content down your gullet. Ooh, I love content. Ready to get glizzy. Is that a sex thing? I thought we weren't starting <laughs> no, sexual. Glizzy. Yeah, it kind of is. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like funny. It's about hot dogs. It's glizzy. Although, yeah, it does get sexual. God, it's I pretty should. pretty sexual. I, I don't watch enough TikTok. Yeah. Glizzy Gobbler coming at you. Uh, There's this video of a guy who's he's like calls himself the Glizzy Gobbler. And it's like and really he, weird. And he like sucks on. down two hot dogs. He like inhales them. Mm-hmm. Like sucks them straight down his throat. Like a dick. Yeah. Well, it's not meant to be a dick, but they've turned it into that. Okay. Because then, then there's like, have you seen those freaking uh, uh, lives? Like the, the trend with like the lives where the people are just like NPCs, like NPC live videos? I have not. You haven't seen that? Okay. Well, I think you I think you vastly overestimate how much TikTok I watch. <laughs> they get pretty weird, but they've started doing this thing where they're like, glizzy overdrive. <laughs> Great. That's great. How you doing, Isaac? You gotta see it. How you, how you doing? Hello. There's some weird ones. I'm gonna send them to you. So I'm doing great. How how are you doing, friend? I'm doing great. It's a beautiful day in Cody's tree In Cody's metaphorical treehouse. Yep. The metaphorical weather could not be better. It's beautiful out. Here we are in the metaphorical representation of an actual location that has some significance that we'll get into if we ever get enough subscribers. Today we are in the uh, <clears throat> the West Wing, the, the, of the tree the house. tree house that was built inside of Cody. We've shrunk ourselves down, <laughs> and we've, not inside him in a sexual way, but like like know, in his inside mind. his body. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. We're hanging out in Cody's. Uh, we're in his. We're in his, his body body. right now. Yeah, there's a tree house we built in there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited to get into the actual treehouse lore, yeah, but yeah. Uh, we we first need listeners and Patreon subscribers. <laughs> subscribers, the lore, the lore, the deep Cody lore, the is deep for Cody lore. Patreon subscribers only. <laughs> Maybe we should reveal lore just like questions only. Like people ask a question and we answer the question about the Cody lore. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If someone asks about it, we could we could hint at it. Yeah, we could. Well, we could answer it, but like. You know, ambiguously. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. All right. Should we start with questions? Um, <clears throat> sure. Why don't we start it off with a question? Okay. I'm really tired, by the way. Well, they say that uh, if you lack sleep, it's kind of like you're drunk. So yeah. I'm. Pro- this is like the equivalent of me being a little buzzed. And I'm in my... I'm like normal right now because <laughs> out night. <clears throat> you're a night owl. Yeah. When it come, turns to night, I'm like... 
functioning. I used to be that way, and then I got old. A functioning and, human. And got a job and did all that grown-up shit. Yeah, it's really weird. I we The reason why it's so late, by the way, is because we noticed a lot of audio issues in our previous episode, and we were trying to resolve them with our high-quality production value here, and we failed. So deal with it. Improvements to come. <laughs> Uh, I rolled a four. Was that for your question? You're here for the feelings, me? not for the the quality. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sound quality. Uh, you go ahead. You go ahead. And so this is me asking you a question. Yeah, yeah. This is a lame one. <laughs> Let's hear it. Uh, what are you going to be for Halloween? Since Halloween's coming up. Ooh. Well, I don't actually. I have a couple ideas, and it's sun. It's Sunday, and Halloween's on Tuesday, so. I don't know if I'll have time to put this together, but I might. <laughs> I was going to try to be the Beast from... The Glizzy Gobbler. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be Glizzy over, Overdrive. <laughs> the Beast from Over the Garden Wall. Ooh, I haven't seen that yet. He's pretty cool. I need to watch it. He has it. Like, antlers that come out of the side of his head. Yeah. And he's like all black. It's something I wanted to watch. I want to watch it with my kids. Or my it's like an hour movie. commitment. Yeah. No, it's not. Every episode is like 10 minutes. No. Less than 10. Okay, well maybe we'll And it's it. 10 episodes. The problem is... I got so much crap I'm doing with my kids right now for Halloween. One of them is playing Luigi's Mansion 3. Yeah, yeah. We're so close to beating it. Nice. I don't really have time to watch Over the Garden Wall before Halloween. It's like a one-hour commitment. Okay, okay. I'll take it. But you it. can watch it after, too. Yeah, it's fine. It's not but necessarily it's, it's, Halloween. Yeah, but it's got Halloween vibes. There's a little bit of Halloween stuff, but I would watch it any time of the year. Okay, we'll watch it in November. Why the hell not? It's pretty good. So you're going to be the beast from Over the Garden I Wall. I can't wait for you to watch it because... It's amazing. I'll it's incredible. I watch it every year, at least once. Oh no! Way. If not more than once. Okay. Like I just it. get the hankering to be I'm like, write oh, it down the right wall. now. Like, watch the garden wall. Oopsies. Like I'm like, daughter, watch this with me. <laughs> What's your daughter's name again? Jesus. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus Christ Almighty. <laughs> oh shit! Oh, my fan's turning on. Is that bad? Is well, it picking it up? It probably is. Yeah. But it's quiet. Yeah, it's fine. Everything's right. fine. Oh, this is what I need to close. Okay. <clears throat> We're good. <laughs> okay. Yeah, over the garden wall. Daughter, watch this. Yeah. Okay, yeah. <clears throat> over the garden wall. That was your question? Oh, what am I going to be for Halloween? Yeah, you're going to be the beast. So you're what gonna are you going to make antlers? Um, I don't know. I usually... I use Halloween as an excuse, as an excuse to grow a beard. Because mm. normally I don't. Yeah, but you've had a beard um, like all year. No, I haven't. Haven't you? This is starting you, in September. You, yeah. Really? And I've even trimmed it a couple Shit, times. Shit, wow. Yeah. yeah that cool, huh? comes in fast. Thanks, bro. That comes in thick, full, <laughs> and fast. That is... It's a little patchy on the I'm cheeks. Surprised. But, um, I'm surprised. I'm like, you haven't been growing that like for like a long fucking time? No, no. It's, uh, it's just a couple of months. I'll co- I have been shaving mine down. I think your yours grows way faster than mine. Thank you. Anyway, so I, I, I get a beard. I like the way my beard looks, but I hate maintaining it. And... What, just trimming it down? Yeah, I just like the like. Eventually, I get tired of the feel of it, and I'm like, screw this. So, yeah, but do month- you like shaving more than like shaving. Shaving is a big deal. Yeah, shaving isn't a big deal. But that's like way higher maintenance than a beard maintenance. Right? Yeah, but it feels if you shave every day or every other day, you just you just feel better. You don't have like the itchy or like the yeah. You know, that's the true. Hairs like go through your mouth and everywhere. Yeah. What I do. Is, sorry. Did you? Well, no, you're asking what I was being for Halloween. Okay, so yeah, yeah. It's going to be something with we a beard. We got on the topic of beards, so no, I was jumping you, into that. We can get back to beards, <laughs> but you asked a question okay. I can answer. All I've right. also got really long hair right now. I cut my hair once a year <laughs> on New Year's Day. It's not a joke. I've been doing it for like three years. I had a math teacher in college that did that. And uh, 
I and it's it's like it's super curly, so I can get a good fro going. So I can either be Bob Ross. Um, have you done that one? I have, but I didn't do it well. It was a very last minute thing. Mm. So I might, but then mm. again, it's last minute. It's like two days before Halloween, and I don't. <laughs> Uh, my go-to is like a lumberjack. Like I got a flannel shirt, some suspenders, and a plastic axe, and I just take my kids around, point it with the axe. So yeah. one, one night my kids are like leaving a, a porch, and I'm standing out on the street, mm-hmm. and this, you know, she's like, "Oh, thanks, kids, or whatever. Thank you, creepy axe man." Because <laughs> I was like waving at her with the axe. <laughs> so you yep. got to come up with a persona. That's what uh, my uh, ex-wife's father did. My ex-father-in-law. He had one costume that he wore every single year, and he just made it his, like, Alter ego? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That'd be fun. It was hilarious. Uh, I could also shave the beard, have a mustache, and go as Mario, because I've got a Mario hat. Yeah, yeah. I've done You've that. done that. Yeah. I could also just shave the chin and go as a Civil War general. <laughs> there's there's a, an Onion article that I saw that was like, Mario and Luigi characters drunkenly making out at Halloween party. <laughs> something like that. Uh, so that okay, yeah, so you don't know. I don't no, I don't have anything really mm-hmm. crazy planned. I'll probably just be a lumberjack, but uh, yeah, beard maintenance. Just be a, a the beard murderer. Okay, come up with a <laughs> serial killer name. All right, yeah, I'll be the beard murderer. Why not the beard murderer? Yeah, you just wear a bunch of like bloody clothes or whatever. Sure. <clears throat> you want me to roll? Yeah, yeah, roll for a question. Let's see All right. five. Number cinco. Hmm, this one's lame. <laughs> What's the funniest thing that you remember from the week? Oh, oh man. What is the funniest thing I remember from the week? We have to pause here. <laughs> Space blank for editing. <laughs> yeah, we should do that. No, I'm just joking, but that's fine. Um, <laughs> God. Why wasn't I prepared for this? What even happened this week? Oh, you know what? Um, yeah, I've got one. This, this is... Was this last week? I'm going to say it's last week anyway. Um... This was a long week. It felt long to me. It was. It was a long week. Um, I don't remember anything specific, so it's going to be really lame. Normally I have something that sticks out of my mind, like something in my kid's head or something that uh, something that I saw. Yeah. Um, really, I just think the time I laughed the most, um, I have a brother that I don't see often, and I, I saw him yesterday, and we were laughing a lot about stuff. Yeah. But, uh... Yeah. It's like a moment. Yeah. It doesn't have to be anything specific. No, and it wasn't. And, and so I'm sorry to have a more specific answer. That's what do you lame. guys find funny? Like, what do you laugh about? God. <laughs> <laughs> you laugh about God? Yeah. Yeah. Just kidding. Constantly. Uh, no, you know, one of, I'll tell you one of my one of my most, like, hilarious, something that still makes me laugh to this day, um, was uh, we were on a family trip when we were younger. And my brother had had a laptop in the car. He was, like, working or something. And he, uh, we went over a bump or something. And he, it, the laptop hit his tooth and it chipped his tooth. Oh, he shit. had a crown already. Dang. Um, and it, like, knocked it out. So he wow. had, like, this gap in his tooth. And what we were And we were watching, we were watching a movie. I, don't, I think we were watching Braveheart, right? And, like, there's this scene where, like, this dude's leg gets chopped off or something like that. And he was, like, hobbling around. Or, like, it just struck us funny, right? It was just gory yeah, yeah. and we thought it was funny. So we look at each other and we're kind of, like, laughing. But he has this, like, Uncle Remus, like, busted tooth. <laughs> how, how did it hit his tooth? <laughs> I don't know. That's insane. Well, I think originally it was a sports injury. Oh. Like, originally he chipped his tooth playing a sport, and this just knocked the Oh, ground. okay, yeah. I see. But yeah. the laptop hit his tooth. I don't know. Maybe it was a shitty dentistry <laughs> job. I have no idea. But, like, where's the laptop 
for it to be able to hit his tooth. I don't know. Like Apparently, that, he was like hunching over it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it was like bumping way across. I don't remember. Maybe, maybe it was a laptop. Maybe I'm misremembering yeah, yeah. it. But there we go. I turned that question Dissecting your old memory. What? Uh, I need I need you to corroborate that memory. Okay. <laughs> so, not really. It didn't sure. happen. I made it all up. That was that no, was. No, I believe it. That was, I was curious. Low, like uh, how that. Happened. <laughs> <laughs> what was your funniest thing for the week? Uh, the thing that I remember the most was from Family Guy. <laughs> Where it's so stupid. The old seasons, like they just have so many funny, like they're better moments. They're yeah, just they're like good. little moments. Yeah. Between the family members, mm-hmm. and Peter's like digging a pool in his backyard because he. Didn't get a boat or something. Yeah. And he's like, something reminds him of like poo. And then he says, diarrhea. And he's laughing to himself. He's like, hey. And then Lois comes out with iced tea. And he's like, hey, Lois, diarrhea. She starts laughing. Just laughing at the word. I'm like, it's Peter, I'm holding drinks. Yeah. I know the one you're talking about. I'm holding iced tea. Yeah. That's good. That's funny. Oh, man. Want to do a segment? Yeah, let's do a segment. I've got two that I couldn't decide on. Um, hopefully you're prepared for both. I don't know. Mm. I, I I couldn't decide between sound effects or like, I'm not even sure what we call the segment, like stoner thoughts or shower thoughts mm. or something like mm-hmm. that. Just like weird little realizations you have that oh, you yeah. want to articulate. That's yeah. kind of how I took mm. it. Let's do that one. Okay. I got a whole bunch of sounds we can save for later. Yeah. I'm really excited about some of these. <laughs> I feel more. I feel more confident about doing the sounds now. Okay. Oh, you do. I mean, oh, I think I'm excited to do them again. Yeah. But, yeah. Okay. Maybe uh, next week. All right. Uh, let me let me just share with you some of my thoughts. So you can kind of. I mean, you did you prepare some, or are you just gonna go off the cuff? Oh, I didn't realize. I meant to ask you. Oh, okay. That's <laughs> I was fine. Supposed to prepare. Some. Well, that's what I was thinking. It's just, okay. So I've got a few. The first one is. Uh, my dick, stoner thoughts every day. Dick texts. Dick texts? Yeah. Not like a picture of a dick, Uh but like a text that forms a dick. Let me explain what I mean. So. (laughs) Not like an eggplant. You text me, Uh and I say something like, okay, and then a longer sentence, and then LOL. Mm. That has formed a dick. Do you see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm, So mm -hmm, it's mm -hmm. like. Bubbles. Like a tiny ball. Yeah, the the bubbles are like a ball, and then a shaft, (laughs) and then a ball. It's a dick every time, and it happens all the time. And this is confirmation bias, like 100%, right? Because I'm thinking about it, sure. and I see it, and I'm like, ah, dick text. Like, that text, that series of texts looks like a looks like a phallus. I haven't ever thought about that. Yeah, now you will. Uh, yeah. You'll see it. Yeah. You'll see it next time it happens. Except it's got that little pokey, the little, like, notch. Well, yeah, there's no notch. Yeah. It's very rudimentary. It's a rudimentary <laughs> phallus. <laughs> Doesn't it have a notch? Like a little speech bubble notch? The one that points, do you know what I'm saying? Oh, it's not like perfectly round. Oh, is it? It has like a little notch. Uh, well, I I'm a I'm a I'm an Android plebe, so maybe yeah, iPhones have, have a, a notch. They don't have a notch on there. I don't know. Are you looking it up? Yeah. See, see the little notch. Yeah. What about it? Uh, it kind of ruins the dick. No, it doesn't. <laughs> they're no, just it doesn't. Pubes. It absolutely. Do. Yeah, they're just pubes. No, let me find one. I will, no, I don't want to find a dick text right now. I'll show you next. I, I know they what come you mean. up organically so frequently. Yeah, yeah. I'll point it out to you next time. Yeah. Like, okay, I'm going to kill you tomorrow. Yeah. LOL. So that's the first type I would say of yeah, thought. It's just yeah. like some realization that I have. 
that I'm now passing on to you so that you cannot unsee what yes, I have seen. Okay. Right? right. The yeah. second kind is more passing like wisdom. The second kind is more like uh, <clears throat> does this ever happen to you? Mm. And I think it does. Mm. And maybe I like I, it's one of those things where you like admit it and you're kind of afraid that everyone else is going to be like what the fuck? Mm. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um you're like, oh yeah, don't you hate it when you were locked in the basement as a kid? And everyone's like, what? No. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I refer to this phenomenon as of like an hour ago when I wrote this down as RFS, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. random finger stank. Okay. Mm. You know what I'm going with this? Uh, like sometimes you just like your smell hand your is... hand or your finger. And you're just like, what is that smell? Did I like grab like a shit? <laughs> Did I grab a turd and like? Like, where did this smell come from? And you know, you like, it happened to me today, which is why I wrote this down. Like, I was, I, I was like, you know, scratching my nose or something, or just moved my finger in front of my face, and I was like, oh my god, that smells like shit. I did not. I, I didn't use the bathroom recently, so it's not like I didn't wash my hand up. I wasn't like doing anything dirty or, or it just randomly, my my index finger on my mm. right hand. Did smell you scratch your like shit. No, Janets? no, I didn't scratch anything, right? Because you it, scratch it, your armpit. And it was a very no, it was a very different smell than like because like I know what sweaty genitals or sweaty armpits on my body smell. I'm very familiar with that scent. <laughs> this is something entirely different, and I can't say it's not like a regular occurrence. Yeah, I would say it probably happens like at least yearly. I just get RFS, and I just I had that happen to me like <clears throat> a day or two ago. Okay. But I don't know how random it was. This <laughs> <laughs> because you're scratching your balls. Oh, like like I, I have like a general sense of like how my hands smell most of the time most of the time. Because it's I'm, something I'm that's often like smelling. It's like yeah, it's like a cleanliness thing, you know, like sure. how clean are my hands. And I wash my hands after specific activities. You know, like I wash them when I come from home from the store. I wash yeah. them when I go to the bathroom. I wash them when I'm making food. Sure. Uh all the normal shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm like aware of like when the last time I washed my hands was and like what I'm touching. Most of the time I'm pretty freaking aware of it. <laughs> but yeah. So I like, I think it was like a build up. Like I had been doing something or I was like scratching my armpits or okay. like scratching my nuts or something. And, and like, I'm like, okay, it's building up. Like it's building up to a stick, you know. What there's I mean? like a, there's like a, a thin layer. There's like a sheen on your finger, and just like genital sweat. So I'm like okay, I need to wash my hands. Genital stink. Yeah, yeah. Okay, but I wouldn't call think, that RFS. Do you think it that it's uh, it's stuff that you're doing that's like unconscious? That's that's what I'm saying. It's like behavior. I obviously the smell came from somewhere, right? And I'm thinking back, and it's not something obvious, like you know, scratching an intimate sweaty area or. <laughs> improper wipage in the bathroom it's not any of these things <laughs> and it's just it's baffling yeah, to me yeah and i i'm really bothered by it you know yeah you don't like the smell of janets it's not it, but it wasn't janets <laughs> it smelled like shit but it wasn't shit does that make sense yeah okay. totally yeah all right it's the accumulation an accumulation of different things that like adds up to shit smell yeah <laughs> which okay. makes sense Okay, I, do you have another? Do you have a thought you want to interject here? Because I got one more, but I'll let you share something if you can think of something. Um, well, okay, How, it's not. It's more of a question. All right, let's hear it. And it's yeah. Have you ever had? Have you ever experienced sleep paralysis? No. Yeah. At least not that I remember. Yeah. And at least not the way that people describe it. Yeah. I might have. 
Um, and just it wasn't like a nightmare sleep paralysis because that's normally what people think of. You know, honestly, if I'm thinking back on it, I'm, I'm trying to remember a time when... Because it doesn't necessarily have to be nightmarish, right? But that's what a lot of people say. It's just basically when you wake up and your body is still in this state of deep sleep. Mm-hmm. And, and, and you can't, you literally can't move because your body restricts movement while you're in that REM sleep, right? Right. I want to say I've woken up and maybe felt like I couldn't move or that I mm-hmm. moved very slowly. Mm-hmm. And maybe it was sort of a dreamlike state, but it's... No. <laughs> no. <Yeah. laughs> I saw a thing uh, recently that was talking about um, what it's like mm-hmm. and or like w- what causes it. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily what causes it, but what's the phenomenon that's happening mm-hmm. in your brain. And there's like a certain part of your brain that detects like other people around you. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Because I have heard multiple accounts from different individuals who say that they've experienced something like that Mm -hmm. and they were very like religious folks Mm -hmm. and they describe it in a way that's like a demon or something is there it's like they're like really attributing it to what they think is like satanic or like a demon you know what i mean they're like yeah and i woke up and i couldn't move i couldn't speak and i couldn't move and i saw this like black dark being Mm -hmm. you know and it was like i was completely afraid or whatever so it had to be like this satanic experiences but the way that this person was describing it in this video was like yeah there's like a a sensation of uh there's there's a sense that you have in your body in your brain Mm -hmm. for like proximity to another human being yes even when you can't see them right and sometimes that misfires right and there's something that's like happening in your brain in those moments because i definitely have uh, you've had sleep paralysis it's not yeah it's kind of like paralysis it really is but i was trying to like lucid dream which is the thing i was trying to think of the other day nice i was trying to lucid dream and sometimes when i try to do it there's this there's this it feels insane yeah because i'm laying in my bed and i'm conscious i'm awake and i can feel it's like this weird limbo space between sleep and wakefulness and i can feel like someone on my bed i can feel the bed move like someone's Mm -hmm. getting on the bed and it feels incredibly real and but and I can't like move. I'm like afraid a little bit, but yeah. I can't like move my body. And I'm like trying, but I and I can kind of sort of feel it moving. <clears throat> and it's yeah. Wild. So sleep paralysis has to involve that proximity. I don't know if that's a requirement. I would say I probably never had that. Yeah. Um, but that's you can that's like wild. sense another being. Yeah, that's like wild. There. <laughs> it's wild. really wild. It's insane. Lucid dreaming. That's something I want to talk about more. Oh, yeah. So cool. Probably another time. I have plenty of thoughts about I know. I it, So, hang on. Maybe we talk about it a little bit now because I want to know. <laughs> sure. What do you do to improve it? You uh, do you, Like, dream journaling is a big part of it? Dream journaling helps. Helps a lot. I don't think I was dream journaling that much when I was trying to do it because it's, like, so annoying. I feel so annoyed by dream journaling because it's, like, hard to recall that. Yeah. And so it does take practice. But the biggest thing for like inducing it is like trying to remember the dream. <clears throat> and there's like a certain time frame in your sleep cycle that you're supposed to do it. Because when you go to bed right at, the, at the, you know, uh, when you're going to sleep for the first time at night is not the best time. Yeah. Because your body's going through like a different phase. Mm-hmm. 
if you wake up in the middle of the night, you can set an alarm to wake yourself out of like oh that sounds horrible. Or if you naturally awake awake yeah. in the middle of the night at some point, drink a you, lot of water. Then you consciously can be like, okay, here's a good time to try it because <clears throat> you're still tired. It's not you haven't gotten enough sleep yet, but you're awake and you can lay down and you try not to move your body. You try not to move your body at all. You just lay completely still. No matter how much your body wants to move, you have to like try not to move it at all. And it's very hard because <laughs> like, all, you know, all those little compulsions yeah. or whatever. And so if you do that, then you start to drift off and it takes like effort and work to like put yourself in that. And some yeah. people have it happen to them like pretty naturally. I've occasionally lucidly dreamed, but it's, yeah. it's very, <clears throat> it, it's not intentional at all. Yeah. Yeah. And it can happen spontaneously for sure. Yeah. But these times I've like, there have been times I've actively tried to do it and there's times where it's lasted like a pretty decent amount of time and other times it's pretty short and I know what's happening. I'm like in the dream. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, ooh, I really want to try to do something. But it's it's interesting because when I've tried to like, uh, one time I was like, oh, okay. And it's almost like you're half making the decisions. Mm-hmm. You're like thinking about it. And then there was one time I was in this apartment and I wanted to like try to fly. And so I like went over to this window and I like started to fly out the window, like mm-hmm. through the window. And as I got outside into the open air, like into the sky, the dream started to like collapse, <laughs> like fade. Welcome to the podcast where we're describing <laughs> dreams, everyone's favorite activity. No, I, I, that's actually not that bad. I think I have a theory of why listening to people explain their dreams is so because there's so much missing context yes and because people try and like explain on the fly it's not a good narrative yeah, right yeah. good narratives are like what you said i was in a building i tried to fly mm-hmm. and then the world started to collapse around me yeah. now it would have been torture if you're like i was in this building and it was like my house but like wasn't my house mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. it kind of looked like my grandma's house so like, like but she died like 30 years ago and it was like it was like really different you know what i mean and stop when you, when you try, yes and when you put in those details that's why explaining dreams is so torturous because it messes with the narrative because people are trying to make sense of it themselves yeah yeah if somebody were to take a dream that they had and and just streamline it Leave out who cares mm-hmm. what it was. Mm-hmm. Just say you were in your house, or you. And that's what I feel like. That's why dreams don't like you can't recall them well because mm-hmm. it doesn't have like a solid yeah. storyline. And that's why I think journaling helps because you are making connections. You are forcing like that. Yeah, you're reinforcing so, the pathway in yeah. your mind. And that's just total speculation because there's people who are way smarter than me that know about this yeah, shit. Yeah, but yeah. I just should guess from I'm right now. Into it for a while. The last time I lucidly <clears throat> dreamed. This will tie into my last point. Ooh. Um, how convenient yeah it is uh, my dog died mm-hmm. very like a month ago mm-hmm. and uh, we put him down and it was really hard like that was probably one of the it was a much more emotional experience than I thought it would be to, to have to do that you know you're just always like guessing yourself like man euthanasia is like some real shit, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. You're always second guessing yourself, even though the vet tells you it's like, yeah, this is the right thing to do, you know, for a quality of life, and there's really nothing you can do to save them, and you know, it's still, still a really hard decision. But um, I had a dream with my dog in it after he mm. died, and I was like, wait a minute, this is clearly a dream, mm. and I want to like take advantage of it. I remember a lot of people share experiences when they lose a loved one. You know, they have like this really 
real dream that sort of like gives them closure mm-hmm. on that relationship, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And I don't know that I would describe this at that level, but it was one where I was like, oh, I'm with my dog and I'm dreaming and I I want to like do stuff that I want to do with him. I'll talk to him or whatever, right? Yeah, yeah. Because this dog <laughs> that I had um, for a while, I would just get this vibe from him that like, like I've had pets, right? I've had other pets, I've had other dogs, but just with this particular dog, I'm like, I just feel like you like have this humanity in you that other animals don't. Mm-hmm. And it's like, are you a reincarnated human? Mm. Are you are you like me in another mm. life? <laughs> That's like a really bizarre thought that this I had. This is from the dream or this is real? This real is life. real. Like oh, I thought okay, about this yeah. with my dog yeah. all the time. Yeah. This is transitioning to the third point because the third point is like, have you ever had an animal that you felt like had like more humanity than others and not in a way where they acted human where they're like personified but just like they gave you this vibe that like they were more than like they, they were a person. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Either at one point, like in a past life or in a future life, who like you know mm-hmm. whatever kind of trippy bullshit you want to ascribe yeah, to. Yeah, it's just like I just got this vibe from this dog, and it's really weird. <laughs> there, yeah, that's a really interesting. I even wrote, I even wrote a Reddit writing prompt. Oh, really? About it? No way. And uh, it got like three replies. Mm. Most of them were dumb, but it was <laughs> anyway. Yeah. What like a oh writing prompt. Yeah, the subreddit writing prompts. Right, right, yeah, yeah. Something about how, like, you start to suspect your dog as a human or Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Those pretty good ones. Those are fun. Yeah, that's good. Anyway, sorry. Um, that's okay. Uh, I haven't ever thought of them as humans. Okay. I have definitely thought of them having, like, a, like a spiritual connection to me mm-hmm. or, like, to anyone that is beyond... Like what we typically think of for like animals, mm-hmm. for dogs especially. Yeah. Where it's like they're this dog understands way more than like what we usually think dogs and, and, do. And maybe that's what it was. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. <clears throat> and I don't think that like it's completely off base or like unheard of to think that it could be reincarnated person or something like that. Yeah. I haven't thought about it that way because I think about I, like animals in general. I haven't really thought about. Uh, yeah, I haven't, like, I, I, I'm familiar with the concept and I've thought about that, but I haven't actually, like, that's not a lived experience for me to be like, oh, animals could potentially be reincarnated people or something like I've that. I've never you know really, I mean? I've never really deeply thought about it until, you know, I had this dog and I had that, like you're saying, that connection because, and again, I've had other dogs. I've been around other dogs. It was yeah. just this particular one. And maybe you're right. It's just that more of a connection and maybe it's because I don't know. I mean, it wasn't even. <laughs> we got the dog for my wife many years ago because she wanted a dog. I was kind of ambivalent, um, but we got the dog, and even still, I wouldn't say that I was really close to the dog. I was like, okay, if we get this dog, you're taking care of it. Mm-hmm. She did a lot of the work, but <laughs> granted, he came really well trained. It was a six year old dog when we adopted him, mm-hmm. so we didn't have to do anything. He's super well trained already, and. Uh, yeah, it's just the interactions that I had with them were just like, I just feel like you understand more. Like like yeah. exactly what you were saying. Yeah. Well, he's a shelter dog, right? He was a shelter dog, Okay, yeah. so my sister, I was going to say this. My sister is fostering a dog right now. Yeah. For, she's had, a, had her for like a couple days. 
maybe like a week. Uh And I have interacted with that dog a couple times. And that dog has been in and out of the shelter. Yeah. She's been astray and this and that. And like interacting with her more and more, I like definitely get this like very, uh, what would I call it? Like a Zen feeling from the dog. Yeah. Like she's been through a lot of experiences and it, and she's calm. Like yeah. she has accepted her life huh. as she is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, <clears throat> and maybe that's like, you know, putting too much personification onto her, but it feels that way when you interact with her. Cause she like doesn't react to things and she doesn't like bark at stuff. She doesn't like get angry. Yeah. Cause she's seen some real shit. Yeah. <laughs> out in the real world. Yeah. And so there's like this interesting, like sense when you're in the space with her that yeah she's experienced like this life and i guess that's what i think about with animals a lot i've thought about it a lot more as i've like grown you know spiritually and things like that that there is way more to animals way more to animals and there's like this this uh life connection that we all share and that when you like recognize that there are certain animals that like like your behavior changes towards the animal Mm -hmm. and their behavior can change towards you in the in a lot of situations like birds dogs like uh plenty of different animals so is there a specific reason that bird like all birds just fucking hate me (laughs) (laughs) i don't know i don't know because it's weird it's like some people are like Oh, you know that guy, the grizzly bear guy? Grizzly man or something? Grizzly Adams? No, there was a guy that went and lived with the grizzly bears, and he's like, oh, I love the bears, what? but they killed him. Oh, yeah, yeah, In the yeah. end, they killed him, but he lived yeah. with them for, like, months. Yeah. And he did. He was able to, like, interact with them in a very, like, unique way. But yeah. But in the end, they fucking ate him or something. Yeah, so bear, bears, bears can be bears. Bears can a bear. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, I feel connected to you, my bear, bro. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, there's a limit. That's, yeah. You know, you have to respect, like, the distance between your species or whatever. I guess. Something like that. I'm going to ask another question. But dogs, dogs are close to humans. Dude, they're... Okay, before... before I just rolled the same number that I already asked you, so I got to re-roll anyway. <laughs> I was watching um, Crapopolis. Oh, yeah? Have you heard of that? Yeah. It's Dan Harmon's new uh-huh. show, but it doesn't feel very Dan Harmon. I know, it's unfortunate. it does Have you seen, would, you've seen it then? I've seen ads for it. Um, and then... It feels like a generic... Fox animated show. Mm-hmm. However, there was one moment that made me laugh really hard. This is the moment. There this is go. the moment okay. that made me laugh this week. Uh, you know, and I even I told my wife about it, and I thought I got to remember this because this is going to be on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so let me answer your other question. Um, it, it, it's an okay show, right? It, it, it and I'm disappointed because Dan Harmon. I feel like with Community and with Rick and Morty. Yeah, I'm wondering what level of influence he has there. <laughs> exactly. It feels like for him, he's just cashing an easy paycheck. It doesn't feel they're like using that. his name to, to crank out a show to get viewers, and he's barely involved and just taking a check. Um, <laughs> yeah. But uh, there's this uh, there's this part where, you know, the, it's this animosity between the humans and the wolves. And... Uh, this, this woman goes to infiltrate the wolves and she, you know, bathes in wolf piss and goes out and, like, and, and the lead wolf, you know, a wolf from the pack takes her the lead wolf. And the lead wolf is like, this is just a human covered in wolf piss. Like, you can see what the wolf said with subtitles. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, so they beat the shit out of her and they beat the shit out of the wolf that brought her. And mm-hmm. so they're, like, bonding over this. And, uh, you know, uh, 
the dog is like brings her a stick and he's like use this to make heat <laughs> and she like throws it and he brings back you know it's like fetch anyway the, the best part is there's they get back to the village and the wolf humans and the wolves are like facing off against each other mm-hmm. and she's like okay i'm gonna talk these people down right and she's like okay wolf friend you got to relay what I'm saying. It's like, wait, can you understand me? And the wolf was like, I hope you're not asking if I can understand you. <laughs> and uh, he's like, uh, she's like, okay, just repeat what I'm saying back to the wolves. And uh, so she's giving this really inspiring speech to the humans about how they can get along. And the uh, the wolf is uh, is telling the other wolves, he's like, I have no idea what she's saying, but. These humans make the best fish you've ever had in your entire life. Because she, she fed them fish scraps. You have had, like, the best fish you've ever had in your entire life. And they're just, like, they're just covered in, like, salt and grease. <laughs> and just talk about how, like, what they could get out of it from the, yeah, yeah. from just them. And the, and the leader's like, hmm, there's much to exploit here. <laughs> <laughs> Do they, like, growl when they talk? Yeah, it's they're pretty like, funny. Rrr, rrr. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's Yeah, great. so, Crapopolis... They like I saw ads for it, <clears throat> and then I feel like they changed the marketing. Like after like a couple, like a week or two, they mm-hmm. changed it, and they're like, "We got to slap Dan Harmon's name on this. We're gonna try to advertise it without him, mm-hmm. but now we got to use it and see what happens. Maybe it's some like A/B testing. I don't really know. Maybe I just missed the, the mm-hmm. ads or whatever. But the, I just saw that it was from from him, and I was like. What? Yeah, it definitely doesn't seem. It like does it's not feel like, like a damn show because his because shows. his thing. What I like about his thing, or his writing is, specifically, his writing and his influence is just subversion of tropes, yeah. right? Yeah. I I mean, two of my favorite episodes of his work is the Community episode where it's a clip show, but it's clips you've never seen before. Yeah. And it's just it's it's genius <laughs> and it is so funny. It's, it's the best clip show ever, and it, it's just hysterical. Um. And then Rick and Morty, the one where uh, he uses heist movie tropes to point out how dumb heist movies are, <laughs> right? And it's just, it's, yeah, yeah. It, it's just, it just hits me in the in the funny spot. It's like they just download my brain of like, like what do you think is funny, and you know, make a make a show about it. Where is your funny spot? Uh, you, you know, th- there's a few. Depend what, what which style of humor are you going for here? Is it your nervous system? Is it below your heart? Is it like a physical organ? Funny bone? I've got a couple of those. I'm going to ask you a question. <laughs> <laughs> I like this line. Uh, what's, a, what's a realization you had this week? Oh, realization. Wow, okay. Yeah, is there something you just realized? Hmm. My I father think. never loved me. Sorry. <laughs> fill the void. It's all good. I don't care. <laughs> fill the void. Uh, I was listening to Upstream podcast. I actually started listening to it, and you sent me. I sent you a little clip, clip of it. Yeah, and we're gonna. I mean, I guess I'm gonna be plugging Upstream <laughs> all the time. But I was like, uh, I get really, I get into these head spaces a lot because I started this internship. And I'm working again, more or less, and I get really mad about it. I get frustrated about it because mm-hmm. I'm like, and and my <clears throat> my friend and I were talking about it, and we were talking about UAW or whatever auto workers, mm-hmm. the strike yeah. with auto yeah. workers, yeah. Yeah. and we're like, their strike I guess ended, 
Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's completely over. I haven't seen like official like announcement for it to be over, but I was like off social media for a couple of days, so maybe I missed it. But anyway, we're like, <laughs> they got their wages or whatever. They got their wages higher and like some other stuff, I guess. Mm-hmm. But they didn't change the hours. And we're <clears throat> the discussion we were having was like, well, why are they like trying to insert a, a, a different work? schedule Mm -hmm. with these strikes because you're going to this huge effort and all you're going for is wages and you still want to keep 40 hour work week you don't want to do like 35 20 whatever like four hours a day whatever it might be but it doesn't seem like that's being included in any of the strikes because even with the writer strike i feel like the writer strike like what did they even get like they just got wages and they got like promises that they're not going to be anyway (laughs) there's so much to say about it but uh, I was listening to Upstream and it was talking about like the way we show up or whatever. And it was talking about community and community seems to be like this huge, huge, uh, answer to some of the, like the problems of yes. capitalism Yes, because we are isolated mm-hmm. and capitalism isolates us mm-hmm. and <clears throat> you know, you could, you could point the finger at a million different things, but just generally speaking, capitalism pushes us to these isolated positions more yes. and more and more and more because even when you are in the presence of other people you're still isolated like in your own mind or whatever because you're so uh i don't know different things have been commodified about yeah. like your experience as a human being and so she's talking about like what she does this lady on the podcast she's talking about her uh efforts to build community mm-hmm. and she like says that she goes over to her neighbors and she introduces herself to her neighbors and talks to them and brings them like a gift or something like that gift economy and uh it reminds me of like a religious community yes without the religion yes and i love that because there are religions that absolutely the community is there the community's built into the religion yeah and that's an amazing aspect of it and there's a lot of camaraderie or like closeness that was my favorite part when i was a more religious person that was my favorite part of it that yes. was the hardest yes. part of me for me to give up was the community and it's important it's amazing it's mm-hmm. it's it's it's, it's imperative important. it's absolutely like critical yes the only issue with it in my mind is like it's disingenuous it's, it's like not in in many cases like there's this falsehood that's built around it in the religious context. Right, because there's this obligation to like yes. be a part of the, the fellowship and yeah. and and commune with the other I don't know what they say, but you yeah, know, it's like right. you, you have to and, and there's kind of this sinister undertone too of like checking up on them too. Right. Right. Yeah. It's like yeah. you, you should care about your neighbor. Moral policing. But yes. But you should also be making sure that they're not doing any sins, you know, and it's right. it, that aspect of it is is bad. But there are so many, you know, just the fact that you could show up to a church and just immediately know people in your neighborhood. Yeah. And uh, but again, there, there's 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 a lot of strings attached. Yeah. And it's it works because people feel that obligation. And without that obligation, the, it, like the community is hard. Like, right. like you're saying, this woman has to make this effort to make it happen. Yeah. Without a church, sort of forcing people. Yeah. There's to something it. else attached to it. There's yeah. something else like that that is outside of it. That like you question people's reasons and motives for like even interacting with you at all because it's like there's an expectation of some yeah. kind. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And uh, 
I guess I was just thinking about that and like I totally 100% agree with that and I try to think very often like how community can be built without that. Yeah. And it's difficult when the community you live in is completely entrenched into a religious uh, context in that way and you like I don't think it's impossible to build it outside of that but like where I'm at like what I would think of doing is like inviting people over to to have like a barbecue or just to chat that's completely unrelated to the religious context. You know what I'm saying? Well, I think a lot of it is just, and I think the clip that you sent me was kind of talking about this. That's how I interpret it. It's just that there's not a lot of reliance on each other. Right. Because capitalism puts a lot of emphasis on individualism individualism, and and selling things because you want to, you want to maximize your profits. So you could sell one lawnmower to a community. Mm-hmm. Or you could sell one lawnmower to each person. Yes. Because if you think about it, a lawnmower is something you use once a week. Yeah. Yep. There is no reason why you and seven of your neighbors should not just own exactly. one lawnmower and just share it, right? And that reliance on each other Thank you, Jesus. is what makes <laughs> you're welcome, my son. Is what makes um, communities right? right. It's, it's, right. It's, it's that reliance on each other, and and so what capitalism does is it tells you you have to be your own self sufficient person. It's hyper individualism, yada yada yada, mm-hmm. and it, and it just it, it's for the sake of of, of money, right? Yeah. It's for the sake of generating profit for shareholders. Yeah, uh, you know, insurance companies are another one. Like, and they're trying to seek to fill the void by yeah. consuming. Yeah, that, 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 I can see Part that. That's not really what I was going with it, but yeah, yeah. that's uh, that's that was an element, addition. I think. In yeah. addition. <laughs> but uh, like insurance companies, another one, because you think about it, insurance companies started as like a community's way to say, hey, how do we prepare for a disaster? Hey, let's all put money in this pot, and then when somebody needs help, we can take that out and give that to those community members. And the, the insurance company literally was the community, right? And it wasn't necessarily monetary, like like an actual insurance fund, but it was still, you know, we're going to look out for each other. Yes. It looked like that for right. a very long time. Then you had some Crisis smaller insurance situations. sort of co-ops pop up. Yeah. And then they went public and they had an yeah. IPO. And, and they're profit-driven. And now they're profit-driven where... You know, it's it's just we the we, welfare of the people that that yeah. need the insurance is not even a factor. Well, that too, but now instead of relying on each other, right? Because before it was, if I have a problem, I got to reach out to the community and say, "Hey, I need some help." Yeah, let's yeah. you know help me out here. Now it's you reach out to a claims adjuster that you've never met. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to adjust things and they're thinking, okay, well, I've approved a lot of claims and and my metric, my bonus, my well-being depends on not approving this right. thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because like I got in an accident, like a car accident with two different cars and like <laughs> I didn't even see the people. Yeah. I didn't even talk to them. I saw them. Yeah. And I like asked if they were okay, yeah. but like you're not supposed to talk to them. Yeah. Like you can you can you can fuck up your whole like insurance claim or whatever. Like yeah. shit can be said. Yeah. So many things can go wrong. Yeah. You can't even like interact yeah. with them, yeah. which is so weird. Yeah. Yeah. It's so weird. You fucking and, and like rammed into the back of someone and you're like. And you can't even ask if they're okay. Uh, you know, because that might be interpreted as fault or whatever. Yeah, I'm going to call my insurance people. It's, it's so isolating and it's done in the name of. And you know, you could contend that capitalism doesn't have to be this way. And right. It, it, fine. Whatever. But. Left to its own devices, this is where it ends up. Yeah. So, at the very least, that calls for some sort of guardrails to be put on the yeah. system. And I, I have been trying really hard. I guess here's a realization. I mean, I don't know if any of that is technically a realization. It's just kind of like elaborating on like thoughts or whatever. <laughs> but one person broke it down because uh, he's like, 
He's like, the, the thing people get confused about with capitalism is they make these associations with these other aspects of the uh, of society, of mm-hmm. civilization. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because c- he's saying, like, uh, consumerism isn't necessarily capitalism. Right. It's not capitalism. Or capitalism f- is or free very specifically... Free markets aren't capitalism. Either. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Capitalism is very specifically owning class, working class. Exactly. Yes. That's it. Yep. People who own and people who are like labor. Yep. You know what I mean? Own the mean of, own the means of production, etc. Like that is capitalism. Out and mm-hmm. everything else might be like atta- not necessarily attached, but like uh, there's things that are going on and, the, and there's a lot of effort to attach positivity to capitalism and rope things in. Right. Like you hear about free markets all the time. Mm-hmm. Free markets are not capitalism. Yeah. Right? Free right. markets capitalists hate free markets because it makes it harder to make profit. Yeah. Which is the whole fucking point of capitalism. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Yeah. So I don't know if that answers your question. <laughs> no, that's good. I, I could talk about this kind of shit all day. Like critiquing I, capitalism and and just like I want to say one more thing. No, go ahead. One more thing is that I want to repeat this and it needs to be repeated like as many times mm-hmm. as possible. It's like like in order for like us to not need police as often, we need to not call the police in situations where we typically would. And by building community where you've introduced yourself to your neighbors early and you have a relationship of some kind, when there's some kind of uh, conflict that takes place, you can try to resolve it among yourself, mm-hmm. you know, among, amongst yourselves rather than just immediately resorting to calling the cops and saying like, hey, my neighbor won't shut the fuck up. Yeah. And not, you know, you, she says, you don't want the first time to, that you interact with your neighbor to be sending the cops to the house. Yeah. Or, or not even sending the cops, but telling them to turn their music down or something, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Asking them to change their behavior. Like oh, yeah. you've had, you've built some type of connection beforehand. Yeah. So yeah, that was very long. That's a good, answer. no, that's a good realization. And it's, it's, I mean, we kind of straight off into capitalism, but really community. That's, I mean, you, you can, there's a lot to talk about there, Yeah. but yeah, uh, there's definitely a, a a lack of community in modern society. And I th- yeah, and I think like a, a slogan or something that you could like use regularly to uh, try to change the way you make decisions is like you know what what's community building? What what decision can I make that is actually community community building in this situation? Like, could I ask someone for this? Could I borrow this from someone? Could I do this? You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's good. Yeah. Because we don't want to rely on each other. Right. You know, we don't want to ask for shit. So. Yeah. But I love the idea of community tools. Yeah. <laughs> community tools like library tools. At the library in uh, in the town that I live, <laughs> you can check out telescopes. <laughs> what? Yeah, I have my own telescope like, yeah. an, like an idiot. <laughs> like a total jackass. <laughs> okay. Roll the dice. Number six. Uh, what? <laughs> what is your shower routine oh god okay um let's see uh there's a lot of crying no i'm just kidding i've cried in the shower i i don't know if i have honestly i'm routine i'm not a big crier yeah and i i don't mean to say that to be macho it's just because i'll i'll freely admit like when when i when i put my dog down i sobbed like a like a child like more than i have in a very long time the, the, the time I can remember before that was 
you know, I was, I was kind of making some big life decisions that were uh, putting some strain on my marriage. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know if I need to be that mysterious about it. It was just, you know, I, I was I was really, my worldview was changing based on, like, my faith, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And uh, it was really putting a strain on my, on my marriage. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted things to go back to the way they were. You know, but you can't really yeah. put the toothpaste back in the tube. Anyway. Grief. Crying is not a part of it. Turn it on. Wait for the water to heat up. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah, let's get let's get. I'm getting to the actual here. question. Yeah. Like, who oh, cares about like yeah. emotions and shit? Yeah, yeah. Fuck you. That's not right. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, just wait for the water to warm up. Jump in. You got to go hair down, right? Start with the hair. You can't go bottom up. Okay, you, hair. I used to go. You wash your hair every time. No. Every day. I, I, I at least rinse it. Like, I get it wet. Rinse it every day? I don't shower every day. Yeah. I oh. shower every two to three days. Oh, wow. Depending on need, right? Sure. Sometimes I'll shower twice a day if I need Yeah, you're getting random. Yeah, I'm this random finger. This random Where did this random day? smell come from on my I have no idea. I haven't showered in four days. What the fuck? Um, <laughs> no, it's, no used, judgment. No judgment. I used to shower bottom up, like I would soap up, and then it ended the hair. And I told that to a girl in high school. Don't ask me how we got on this topic. And she's like, "You're showering wrong, because you have to start at the top because all the dirt's gonna flow down." And I don't know that I really believed it because it's water. You know, it's all it's like you're putting surfactant all over your body. It's gonna flow off. You're like, "Oh, I already washed my legs. And now the hair, the dirt from my hair. Yeah, but it's in soap. It's like yeah, it's yeah, anyway. right, yeah." Um, I mean, it's possible. Either way, it made me self-conscious enough that I changed. Yeah. I changed my routine, and that's just how it's been. Yeah. The shower warms up. Scrub the hair, mm-hmm. you know, with or without shampoo. Mm-hmm. Wash the rest of the body. Pay special attention, armpits and genets, mm-hmm. right? Armpits and genets. And ass crack. Yep. Hole. Super important. Butthole. Yeah, we, yeah, the hole, obviously. Yeah, the hole crack. Um, depending on how long my hair is, I might have Tame. to like. I might have to like wipe a whole bunch of hair on the side of the shower. Really? Yeah, yeah, okay. You get a lot of hair that comes off? Uh, sometimes, yeah. Yeah, I feel like mine comes out pretty often, and I'm like surprised at like how much is still here. Yeah. For like Surprised how much you're not balding. Yeah. 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 Same. It's really weird. Uh, so, uh, and then a lot of times I just sit there. Yeah, yeah. Because it just In feels nice. Oh, yeah. It's beautiful. It just feels. Really nice. It's like a warm embrace. Yeah, it is oh, like yeah. a warm embrace. I, I love uh, sometimes I turn on some music. That's usually when I listen to Weekly Discover on Spotify. Oh, really? In the it's shower? usually in the shower. No yeah. way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dang. So I do it a lot more when I'm traveling. Because when I'm traveling, I shower every day. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for work. Traveling right. for work. Right. Um, so I'll, listen, I'll go through that Weekly Discover a few times. When I'm at home, I usually go through it. Eh, depending on how many times I shower, I might get through it once. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. You just pick up where you left off. Yeah, and then I, I used to shave in the shower because I had like a, a mirror yeah. that I could use, yeah. like a fogless mirror. Mm-hmm. Uh, I lost it, I think, in the last move until lately I've just been showering, shaving after I get out of the shower. Yeah. And uh, there you go. That's my routine. Nice. Yeah. It's a good routine. What would you estimate your uh, the time is? Depends on how long I sit. Like the actual washing portion of it, probably like five minutes. It's average. What's the average time you spend in total in the shower? Uh, oh, God. Uh, also depends on what I'm doing. Like, if I'm motivated to do stuff, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, I stick to that five minutes, you know? Uh-huh. It's tight. Uh-huh. But if I'm just tight like... five? Yeah. <laughs> yeah but just, if I'm just, like, fucking around and, like, listening to music, I'm like, oh, this song's good. Uh, I may take a little bit longer. 
you know, maybe yeah, yeah. 10, 15. But I'm not, I'm not a super long shower. I I'll, used to I shower for so long. forever. I used to shower for like 45 minutes. Uh, really? Like, when you were younger? Yeah. I mean, part of it was yeah. masturbating because oh, I was yeah. a teenager, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. But no, it's just, it's just battling the, the guilt. Yeah, yeah, because obviously being very religious, religious you, you had, yeah, uh, yeah you Build had up a, to it, yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, my fam, my dad used to go and turn the hot water off at oh, the water heater really? to get me to get out of the no shower. Way. Yeah, wow. Because I'd be in there for like forty five minutes. That's a long freaking time. Yeah, that's really long. Yeah, <laughs> it felt good though. Like, yeah, it was really no, nice. I know. I'm, I'm just, not. I'm not judging. I I would stand for about that long. Like when I grew up, we had the like the tub showers. So I would just like lay down. Oh, I would just like sit in the tub so nice. and just let the water hit me. So comfortable. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. good. It's a good experience. Plus, I wasn't paying the water bill and, and the energy bill. Yeah, <laughs> when it's super hot and you can like stick no. your leg out the side of the tub. I can't do too hot. Yeah, it's like well, lava. Yeah, it's like burning lava. I like it's hot sometimes. Not like too hot, but hot, hot enough that you need to cool down by like putting your leg outside. No, you never done that. No. Okay, I've done. I that. do that in my bed when I was younger. Yeah, do, what's your segment? Let's do your segment. What's your segment? Oh, my segment's a short one. Um, it's glossolalia. Oh, God, no. You know what that is, right? Oh, yes. You do? Okay. Well, I'm going to introduce it. Glossolalia is a term that was introduced by Terrence McKenna. He's an amazing and wonderful Is he person. the one that wrote Food of the Gods? Uh, yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, Food of the Gods. And... <clears throat> yeah. He invented that? He wrote it. They've been speaking it. No, but like glossolalia, he, he coined the term. Yeah, they've been he did. speaking in tongues for like. Yeah, he coined the term, but he called it, it's like pure linguistic intent. Like you just say, you just make sounds, and don't say actual words, and you can make any type of sound that you want. But the 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 feeling or like the the concept or something like comes across through like this sound making that you do with your. With your mouth. Yeah, know. sure, because like a huge percentage of communication is nonverbal. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, seventy percent or whatever all statistics are made up, of course, but seventy <laughs> percent of communication is nonverbal, so Right. So we're just gonna try and talk. Yes, yeah, so no, we take turns just making the sounds. We don't try to talk. You just make a sound. Oh, okay. you, you, we I do it or you do it. Okay. And then the other person does it. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, For sure. as long as you feel yeah. it's necessary. You have to go first. I do? Yeah. Fishak. No, I can go first if you want. You gotta show me how it's done. It's like kind of weird. It feels really weird. Sure, let's hear it. Yeah. So you can go first. Okay. <laughs> I thought you were gonna fight me on it. I can make any sound I want. Whatever you want. Wow. No, I, that's not it. Okay. That was that's an editing mark. Okay. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> you're gonna think that's an editing mark though, and you're gonna be pissed. Well I can dampen the dampen it down. You should, because that was probably like you know, but that could be that could be that could count. Gosh, name no for me. For me? Is that it? That's all you got? Oh, my turn. Me now? I thought this was a back and forth. No, it's not a back and forth. It's Can like, I break and go into English or do I have to it's no, have to speak no you you do like just a like make sounds continuously for as long as you as you want. Like maybe like 10 seconds or so. I was taking like a that. conversational tone. I shouldn't do that? No. We could do it that way, but the way that I was thinking about it is like the way that Ramin Nazer does. We're gonna is, shout out to Ramin Oh, Nazer. so you're just, you're we're just gonna stealing the podcast. Yeah, we're going to use it. We're going to use it. 
He's okay with it. He would, <laughs> he would love it. My parasocial relationship with him tells me that he would be fine with it. <laughs> and, then you get a, it. and then you get a cease and desist letter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't think he's copyrighted it. Take, he'd have to cease no, and desist he, he from... Can, I know, I get it. From Terrence. No, you're right. He, nobody he owns gloss, gloss, Glossolalia. Glossolalia. Yeah, yeah. Glossolalia. That's I can a, show you how it's done. Please do. And then you do it. You have to do it again. <laughs> That's fine. Okay. Oh, I thought we were going to go back and forth. No, it's not back and forth. It's just like one and then the other person and then we're done. Okay, well, I'll do that. No. Yeah, let me try it. Let me try it. Let me try it. Okay. I I don't know. (laughs) I don't know that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, like, just whatever sounds you would, like, imagine making or, like, whatever your feelings are or something like that. You don't have to, like, dig deep into it. But it does feel very weird to do. Show show me how it's done. Stop prefacing it. All right. So (laughs) I'm building up the courage to do it because it is very... Yeah, you dick. vulnerable. Making me feel like a piece of shit. Yeah, I'm not trying to. (laughs) It's like... Okay. TikTok. I love TikTok. <laughs> yeah, so I feel like that's what I did. I just didn't do it as long as you did. Yeah, yeah. Schlebedor flugen There's a lot of guttural noises in this. <laughs> Can I stop and critique yeah, my you own stuff? Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I mean, mean, like, I want to keep going, but I'm, oh, just, yeah. I'm just critiquing in the middle of yeah. my glossolalia. Glossolalia. All right. It sounds very, like, German or uh scandinavian yeah it does yeah it's my heritage yeah uh vegan Niven blukdorf nice good job thank you you too that's very good that was good it feels really weird doesn't it it does yeah it does and it's interesting what sounds like will come out. Yeah, I did not expect it all to be like Dutch German. Yeah, yeah. Isn't <laughs> that strange? Yeah, because it's almost like digging—not necessarily consciously, but like it's pulling from this like inner, you know, depth of your uh, connectedness to your—I don't know—primal heritage or something. like I that. guess. I don't really know. That's what. That's odd. So yeah. I've only ever thought of it in the religious context of like speaking in tongues, right? Yeah, that stuff. When I watch that, it's like. I don't know what to think of it most of the time. I'm like, I don't know what if to believe whether it's real or not. It's something, you know? well, yeah, exactly. And, you know, like, you're exposed to a lot of it. At least I was, like, growing up religious, right? It's, and, and I, I never really <coughs> felt comfortable with it. I never really, I never really got it. Yeah. But you have to pretend like you do. Yeah. Because everyone around you does, right? Yeah. So it's that, just kind of that. It's like, he's got the spirit of God. <laughs> it's just, it's just that God. inability to be, you know, it's the same person who close, right? Yeah. You don't say anything because you don't want to be the one that doesn't, you don't want to be the fool that doesn't see the close. Yeah, and there's some people who attach to it more than others. and Yeah. It's really strange. Yeah, there's some people that, there's some people that are like really good at it. Yeah. And maybe it's just practice. Like, maybe if we did this every week, yeah. I'd get good at it. Yeah, glossolalia, I'd um, be down. No. <laughs> we'll we'll we bring it back. We can do it. Here right, we'll bring it back. We don't have we'll to do it every week. So... Glossolalia. Yeah. It was a good experience. I, I suck at it. I liked doing it. I, I actually noticed that I didn't look you in the eye when I was doing mine. It's hard to do that, yeah. And you looked me in the eye. Did I? Yeah, you did. Maybe. The, mm, interesting. Yeah. No, I didn't I didn't think about that. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll try it again soon. Yeah, maybe. 
Yeah. So it's about that time though, huh? Shout out to Ramin. <laughs> I think I hear I think I hear Cody's dad. We better get the fuck out of here. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well, it's been a pleasure. Yep. See you next time. Climbing at, out. Uh, Cody's treehouse. Climbing down the ladder. Uh, you go that way, I go this way? Yeah, I'll jump out the window. <laughs>